Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullah. This is your brother Muhammad Zahruddin Usman and together with me is my friend my brother Muhammad Abdullah. Uh we have been talking about issues and inshallah today as well we'll talk about another which I believe is very important and very very vital especially with the advent of social media and easy access to you know much uh, write-ups and you know research by whosoever it is Malam Muhammad I tend to see so many people who have no insight more like who have very little knowledge you know interfering in the affairs of the scholars when it comes to the issue of either refutation or uh, more like trying to correct which I see it as something you know unethical for a lay muslim to do that without having any insight or knowledge so what do you say about this please bismillah um it's very it's not surprising the fact that the prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam said one of the signs of yawm al-qiyamah is ajabu kullu dhi ra'yin bi ra'yihi that every possessor of an opinion is amazed by his opinion he thinks he's is cool or intelligent or whatever but the truth is um you are entitled to your opinion everybody is entitled to their opinion but nobody is entitled to the facts right the fact is is general it's for everybody um so when people talk about knowledge without methodology islam is a religion of science it's a scientific uh, religion in the sense that not science as a practice of modern science but it has processes it's very scientific in that aspect so the fact that uh, allah subhanahu wa ta'ala granted us a religion that has um methods and processes i think that should be greatly respected by everyone and especially uh you know followers like ourselves uh called the awam right the ordinary people people that have no training in the sciences of religion they're not fuqaha they're not muhaddithin they don't know tafsir they haven't studied uh, the arabic language you know their access to arabic or rather their access to the religion is is through translated materials and perhaps or even let's say they actually do study uh, uh, important uh, texts in english it's all good it's good for you but then you're still not a scholar you still don't know the methodologies you you haven't mastered the science you know you have people out there that that have studied for de- decades on ends and 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 uh, they're doing all they can to progress the religion and you know some people come with their opinions and with their perceptions that are not based on knowledge they haven't studied the deen they haven't really gone anywhere and they're already attacking people's integrity without uh, you know because maybe they've studied a degree course in a university or in a flashy uh, university they have a masters or I don't care they have their professors it doesn't mean anything if you're not uh, exactly if you're not a scholarly person that has gone through uh, you know uh, the erud- erudition of the religion you haven't gone from stages to stages then you're not supposed to talk this was the adab of the people of the past the salaf may allah have mercy on them they used to respect people of knowledge they used to listen more than they spoke and when they spoke they spoke uh, succinctly like the prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam said i've been given the whole vocabulary right concise speech i could the prophet doesn't is he's not like us sallallahu alaihi wasallam he doesn't speak a lot he speaks a little and books can be written about that so when an era where people are confused as to what they know 
uh, everybody thinks they're, uh, they're, they're, they're everybody is thinking exactly everybody thinks they're an alim and they're not you know there, there's a great deal that you don't know Allah says um, right we've been given little knowledge now only people that have sacrificed their lives and their time and sometimes their families you know spending time with family to study should be allowed to speak on authoritative matters of the religion you can discourse discuss things you can have discourses like we're having right now but we don't claim that we're experts in the religion and whatever uh, controversy is out there let people that have the knowledge uh, regarding the religion uh, uh, talk about it and help us resolve it and not claim uh, we have knowledge when we don't uh, you know you spoke about methodology or you've been talking about methodology so do you mind you know putting us through some of this very methodology for those who would want to you know if really which I know is not even part of the religion for you to learn so that you would refute other people so I would want to seek your indulgence to please talk about this methodology or some of these methodologies okay when I when I say methodology Islam has a uh, uh, Islam has methods by which people can assert uh, a fatwa or assert a ruling. For instance, if it's in the field of hadith, um, we once spoke about a hadith with you, the Prophet ﷺ saying that, um, that uh, help yourselves in attaining your goals by keeping quiet. And he said, uh, every possessor of a ni'mah is envied. You know, that hadith has been uh, you know uh, made weak right by several scholars like Al-Haytami, Qurtubi, Suyuti um, uh, Ajulli and many others but there was a tariq or rather a path with regards to the Isnad that those scholars did not know about right in other words the Isnad came from the Prophet through, through some good chain like for instance uh, Abu Huraira uh, who uh, you know told the hadith to uh, Urwa bin Zubair and he told it to yes and and, and it came back to Abdurrahman or Ibn Abdurrahman al-Jurjani which is an authentic narration or version of the hadith that those scholars weren't aware of now as students of knowledge we know that okay when you follow the turuq of uh, Mu'adh bin Jabal or Ibn Abbas or uh uh, some other companions that related the hadith it's a weak hadith but if you follow the turuq of this particular person back to Abu Huraira then it's an authentic hadith and people don't know this because it takes a lot of time to study these things and it takes I think uh, some good uh, amount of Arabic to go through the text but they can talk about religion as if they know this uh, conditions of authentication and this is a problem you go through a hadith you don't know the turuq you don't know the isnad you haven't studied the people that are within the isnad and then you are trying to talk about the hadith with some form of authority so who gave you that authority nobody in fact you're putting yourself in trouble so that's uh, an example of having method in in hadith just to clarify there's so many hadith like uh, for instance uh that a Jannah is under the feet of the woman, right? Or the mother, rather. It's not an authentic hadith, right? Because there are some problems with the hadith. But if only you studied it, then you'd understand where the illa came from. And then you can clarify to people why the hadith is not authentic. But now people talk about these things like, 
you know, they, it, it has to be authentic because I've heard it's mashhoor. I've heard it so many times. That doesn't make it sound. Many things like that. And there's a methodology in tafsir. There's a methodology in fiqh, right? So you see, that shows that um, really what we are talking about is very important because you tend to see people, you know, put in their mouth where they are not supposed to. If, for instance, I am an engineer, I would not go to the surgery room picking up the tools for surgery. If I'm a doctor, I know much of surgery. I would not go to the field, you know, in terms of agri. So, you know, that shows how vital this very topic is. So uh, I really think... um, you need to at least round it up with something very important for us so that people who do this would try and understand the importance of oh sorry the detrimental aspect of this very thing they're doing okay so the prophet sallallahu said in a very authentic hadith which is also mashhur is well known and it's very authentic the prophet sallallahu said that whosoever tells a lie against me let him take a seat in the fire um the scholars said and one of them is Imam al-Nawawi and Ibn Jawzi also said this that if you tell something to people you say something to people that is not authoritative without knowledge and you spoke about it then this is your this hadith is referring to you no if it's valid fine we're talking about things okay uh, if it's valid and you don't know then you're still a liar right logically you're still a liar you just guessed so you shouldn't tell lies uh, about the religion because as you said nobody would go and lie about a surgery or oh, i'm a surgeon nobody nobody would uh, agree with me because i'm not nobody would believe it but if a scholar is speaking just keep quiet and listen it's not your field if people are talking about hadith is a is 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 a field as a science that took people like bukhari muslim al-haythami and many others decades to master so you're not that. You, you haven't even studied. You've never been to a class that you haven't been through an, a secondary or primary text. Don't even talk about the primary. You haven't gone through a secondary text with any teacher. So nobody gives you the right. Nothing gives you the right to talk about these things without knowledge. But if you know something and you're certain, then you can say it, right? The Prophet ﷺ said in conclusion, walaw, ayah, to, you know, tell people about me even if it's with a verse so if it's a good verse that you know and you can explain to people you can talk about it doesn't mean you should go to da'wah and start talking about this ayah over and over again because that would require some some form of scholarship what if people have some um uh, you know or rather what what if people require clarification regarding the verse and you have no clue you know so basically if i uh, understand what you're saying is whosoever wants to do that needs to study and that doesn't mean you should not, you know, encourage what is good and prohibit what is evil. Yes. Basically, that's the end of it. But you should not involve yourself in that which you do not have knowledge. Thank you very much, uh, Brother Muhammad. I really appreciate being with you. I tend to learn so much, just like I know our audience would as well learn from you. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala enrich us with beneficial knowledge till we meet next other time. Thank you very much. Wassalamu alaikum.